This episode of Whatever is sponsored by you. You can help support the show by being a Patreon member. Go to www.patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for just three bucks a month, you get early access to episodes and bonus content. Only three bucks a month. Patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. Cause this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. Hello, everybody. What is up? Welcome to Whatever with Jason Soto, the comedy podcast that is nursing a bad sunburn. How are you all doing today? I missed you guys. I don't know if you were all aware of this, but I took a little break from the show. Uh, I took a break from all the shows that I do, uh, but now I am back. And um, while I was away, uh, I retooled this podcast a little bit, and so we're gonna. This is an experimental episode, so this is this is gonna be probably a little bit different than how the other episodes have been. If this doesn't work out, we're gonna go back to the way it normally was. Uh, but before we introduce my guests, uh, I do want to talk about. Uh, the website you should be going to, which is rabbitholepodcast.com. Rabbitholepodcast.com is where you can find every single podcast that I have something to do with, whether I host it, I produce it, I'm friends with people who have a podcast, and they're like, hey, can you help me distribute this podcast? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? We're, we're friends, let's do that. And so much more. Uh, that is all in one neatly tight website called rabbitholepodcast.com you can check it out there and um a lot of great stuff you got this podcast you got the top five a through z you got the between the scares podcast you got the sib list there's gonna be a new one coming out soon uh so much great stuff to be found rabbitholepodcast.com okay so as i mentioned we're uh gonna experiment some stuff um I'm going to experiment with uh, an opening segment here. Uh, I do want to introduce my guest. Uh, really, this guest is the reason why I even exist in a podcast form. If it wasn't for this guy, you would all not know who I am. I would just be some other jerk off in the world just living myself. But no, because of him, I have a podcast. So you can thank him or you can be mad at him. Take that however you want. Uh, go to my dear friend, Dylan Fields. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Jason. So send the hate mail to me. Jason, <laughs> I'll have my email at the end of the show. You want to let me know anything negative you want to say about my, uh, my creating this monster. What have I done? This is all your fault. Um, so we're going to do a thing now uh, to break the ice a little bit here, because this is your first time on this podcast. You haven't been on the show before. Uh, I wasn't invited, so no, it was hard to get on. Yeah, um, we we had you on the band list accidentally. I don't know how that happened, but I had to do I had to do some paperwork, and now it's like, oh no no no, he's not supposed to be on the band <laughs> list. He's supposed to be on the welcome to the show list. I don't know. I fired that intern. I don't know what what happened there. Uh, but we're gonna do a segment. Uh, usually, there's a thing called the exit interview, but for this, we're gonna call this the entrance interview.
So I came up with five questions, and I'm going to keep these five questions for every guest that I have. Uh, so, Dylan, I'm going to ask you these questions. I just want you to answer as honest as possible. Just, you know, don't. there's no wrong answer. Just go down deep inside the resources of your memory and just try to dredge up an answer, all right? Sure. All right, your first question. Which Saturday morning cartoon was your favorite and why? Uh, it's a toss-up between the Smurfs and Alvin and the Chipmunks. Those are the two I have the fondest memories of watching as a, as a wee lad. Um, I would probably come down on the Smurf side. Okay. Uh, why? I don't know. They're three apples high. They're chased by <laughs> a nasty man called Gargamel. It, they were living in medieval times. I always liked the whole castles and forests business. Uh, those were my favorite Legos to play with. And okay, Smurfs lived in a forest in medieval times, even though you would never really know it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's cool. Um. So yeah, you're just you're just a few years older than me, not by much, just a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I missed the the Smurfs uh, cartoon because I was all about the Ninja Turtles. Like that was my like go to Saturday morning cartoon. Like on every Saturday have a recollection. Morning. I don't even have a recollection of them being a Saturday morning cartoon. That that was like an really cartoon. Yeah. Mine. Well, like the weird thing was they had a Saturday morning cartoon, and then they were also syndicated. So then they would show up like weekdays as well, but yeah. I think they had like new episodes on the Saturday mornings, and then like the older episodes would show up like Monday through Friday on whatever syndicated network was you know local to you. That that was how fun- it was for me anyway. The funny thing is I don't remember watching hardly anything else on Saturday morning cartoons. I'm sure I did. Mm. The only other thing I remember watching religiously on a Saturday morning was saved by the bell, but that was okay. obviously Not years later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, I like, I, I, I never saw the, <clears throat> the first year or whatever it was, the weird year with oh, bliss until yes. after the fact, uh, would probably when it was in syndication, but I, Saturday mornings was saved by the bell and, and eventually California dreams. Here, here's an interesting that. fact. The that Good Morning Miss Bliss episode or show took place in Indianapolis. Then they moved it to California for Say by the Bell. I did not remember that. It's yeah. the same school though, right? I Wasn't it shot think in the same place. So I, I so. that I don't know. I can't honestly answer that. I don't know. My memory says yes. Okay. You know what? We'll go with your faulty forty something year old memory. That's that's fine. That's good. We'll we'll go with that. All right, question number two. And uh, th- this might make or break relationships here. Uh, your toilet paper, do you do it over or under? Over, over. Come on. Get out of here. <laughs> it's, it's weird people do it under, right? Like, like, what's the logic behind wanting to do it under? I don't... It's a great question. <clears throat> I cannot answer it. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> there's, there's no rational reason for it. Because people belong on an island. <laughs> Just an island full of people with their toilet paper going. Well, cool. Then they're all in one spot, and they can leave us alone. Because exactly. I'm, I'm over as well. Don't worry about it. I am definitely yeah. over as well. It, it just it just goes more smoother. Because um, between me and you, Felicia's an under person. Shh. Oh, come on. Don't, 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 don't say I said that. But um, I don't envy the but, constant battle that you must have. Well, I fix it. <laughs> when, well, I, when I notice it, I fix it. <laughs> 
because I, I can't do it. You, it just doesn't flow right when you try. Let to me ask it. you this: is, is she a, a hard? She must not be hardcore, otherwise she would fix yours as well, right? So is she? But I'll still ask it: is she a hardcore under, or is she? A, I don't even pay attention. I just put it on it's how that, I put it on. She doesn't pay yeah. attention, and... which is also just as mind-boggling. <laughs> I, how can you not pay attention to something like that? Exactly. Yeah, I, I make a conscious effort to make sure it's over. And I do that at work too. And I think and I think there's somebody at work at my job who when they change up the toilet paper, they do it under. And I think we're in a constant battle because I'm always seeing <laughs> it back the other way and I'm like, motherfucker <laughs> Like it's just a constant struggle with somebody at work. I don't know who it is. Probably don't want to. No, I'm. Uh, I've. I think I mentioned to my boss once, who's a female, and I don't think it's her. I think it's some guy that I work with. So I gotta narrow down because there's not a lot of guys that I've worked with for several years because most of them just leave after a couple of months. There's only like a handful of guys that I've worked with for more than five years. So I think it's one of them. I mean, I know this is important to you, Jason. Yes. Do not. Put a camera in the bathroom. I'm at work. no, I'm I You're trust get me. In a lot of trouble considering the customers we have. No, I have <laughs> zero plans to put a camera in my work bathroom. Trust me. No, I do not want to know. All right, uh, Dylan, we're at the question number three, and it's a choose your own. So you get to pick do you want the adult NSFW question or do you want the family friendly question? You gotta go for the first one, don't you? It's I'm, it's entirely up to you. I'm, no, you I'm letting to. you. Let's, let's hear. It. Let's you want to do the NFLW? Sure. All right, here yeah. we go. Do you remember the first porn or sex scene you ever watched as a kid? And I guess what was it? If you do, I believe I do. Um, okay. You don't have to like be super descriptive. Just like anything. You let can me remember. tell you all about it. Okay, I I want to hear it because <laughs> I remember it shot for shot. Okay. No, just kidding. Oh, awesome. Um, <laughs> I was so excited too. I was like, "Oh yes, let's hear it!" <laughs> I'm down. I had a notebook and everything ready. I was gonna write it down, look up the movie. Man, I I honestly can't remember a shit ton except for my uncle's to blame. Okay. Shocking. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. I was a big fan of it. Um, okay. All right. There was a pizza delivery at some point. <laughs> I'm really? I'm pretty sure. I'm wow. Pretty sure there, there was, was a stereotypical a back- porn. Holy shit. There was like amazing. a backyard barbecue that turned into an RG, <laughs> something like that. Um, that's that's, that's awesome. really all I got. Oh, that is so awesome. Um, okay. I why, now why 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 would so my uncle's like what? What is he? He's like twelve or thirteen years older than me. So he's probably only like t- mid twenties at the time. Okay. I was like, I don't know, thirteen. Okay. I don't. I, I was pretty old, I guess, all things considered. Hmm. Um, why would a mid twenties dude want to watch a porn with his teenage Wait. nephews? Oh, so he showed this to he purposely showed this to you? I thought you we like, just discovered it. You, he no, no, no. I think we were like watching it. He was living with us at the time, and I think we watched it in his room. What? Okay, that yeah. that is a whole different story. It was weird. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. No, 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 no. I'm not. No fingers and bungholes okay. or nothing like that. You don't have to worry about that. I was getting ready to call still... a therapist. I was getting ready to call a therapist. So thank you for. This is still just an odd that thing. Up. No, that is, that is kind of strange. Like I don't, I don't think anyone could get away with that <clears> nowadays. I don't think. 
like I could go like you know if I if if I had like a thirteen year old like nephew. <laughs> And like be like, hey, we're watching this porn movie together. I feel like that wouldn't fly nowadays. That's like a product, you, you very much a product of the eighties. That's very much an eighty. Maybe was that early nineties? It's probably early nineties. Early 90s. Okay, that's maybe pretty much 80s, so. that's pretty much late eighties, early nineties product. Yeah. I do yeah. remember. Um, I don't know. This is the very first one I've seen, but I do remember one of the first ones, um, because it was so fucking weird. Um, and I ended up tracking it down. I because it was it was stuck in my did. memory. You well, have it was, the VHS of it, right? It now. was stuck in my actually. I got it on DVD. It was, but it was <laughs> stuck in my memory because it was so fucking weird. It was okay. You know those things that are called like Tijuana Bibles. They're like these like eight page like kind of porn no, things. I okay. Don't. Well, if you ever looked that up, <laughs> it was a live action version of those things. And oh my God. Th- is, and this, they... is this like Clerks 2 shit going on here? <laughs> no, no. It was legit adults. But, <clears throat> but like, because it was based off of, like, like, cartoons, they made the actors look like cartoons. They put all this, like, prosthetic makeup on with, like, the big googly High eyes. Concept. Yeah. And then, but it was, they were fucking. And it was weird. But it was so weird. And it's just stuck in my memory that I was like, later on, I had to look that up. I was like, what the fuck is it? Ended up being called Sex in the Comics. And when I tracked it down, I rewatched it, and it ended up being like this weird, I don't say documentary, but it was like a weird journey into like those Tijuana Bible. If you look up Tijuana Bible, you'll see what I'm talking about. And it was a it was you've traveled across the country to meet the doc the, the filmmakers <laughs> and the actors and you just needed to get, get I just, some wisdom from them. I just know I just know too much about stuff that I probably shouldn't know about, but but there yeah, yeah. So there you go. So that that's one of mine. Because I'm probably gonna have to change this up every time I ask this to somebody. So there you go. That's one of mine. Uh okay. Uh oh I, I like this question actually. I was happy when I came up with this question. If they made a movie about your life, who do you cast to not only play you, but certain people in your life? And you can feel free to do as many people as you wish. You're going to do like your entire family, just like if you're. This is not a good uh, uh, heat of the moment or or, uh, spontaneous question, Jason. Really? I'm not prepared to answer this. For myself, I'm going to go with Dolph Lundgren because obviously. I think I just got a spit take out of Jason, so it's worth it. Almost. Um, <laughs> you almost did. You did not almost. quite. Damn it. Not quite. I, I, I don't know who I've been. Really? Like, you never thought been... about who would play your wife in a movie? Uh, my wife uh, has been told that she uh, has a resemblance to Kirsten Dunst, which I, I can, see as I well. Can, I, can, I, I, can, I can see that. And would, I'm a fan. So, yeah, she'd be an easy <laughs> casting. They're basically the exact same age, blonde hair. Okay. Simil- similar, similar everything, right? That's a nice way of saying far. that. Uh, that's not true. I've seen Melancholia. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, Fair enough. Clearly, she's married to Jesse Plemons. I'm a, I'm a dead ringer for Jesse Plemons. Hmm. No, I don't know. I, there's various people really? I've been told that I look like. I don't totally buy any of them i I can't even i see a little bit of this and that go ahead no i'll say i can't really like you know i don't know how to word this without sounding like a jackass you got a distinct look and like you don't look like a celebrity you know what i mean like i can't picture a celebrity you look like 
you know, they're like no okay. one's really coming to mind. But like I can see, like you know, if if you said like Jake Gyllenhaal, I can kind of see that. Um, you don't look like Jake Gyllenhaal, but like I can see like Jake Gyllenhaal like pulling off your look and trying to get your whole thing. Does any of that make sense? It probably doesn't. He is a method actor. <laughs> he he would he would have me down. I'm sure. No problem. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like maybe like like Kristen Bale might be interesting because he's he's also a I'll method take it. actor. I've, I've heard that one. Uh, sounds good. There, I can, there's, I can you see know, him there's doing certain that. people you hear are flattering, and certain ones you're like, all right, God, that guy's cool or whatever i don't know <laughs> what does someone say like brian Dennehy or something when he was alive <laughs> how did you guess i get told that all the i can't walk out the house without being told <laughs> Me like brian like Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. <laughs> you get vincent price all the time right i do yes. yeah <laughs> you must get uh gary Busey a lot as well i imagine sure <laughs> Um, we'll go with Christian Bale. I'm, I'm fine. Christian with Bale with you, okay. I I, I kind of can see that honestly. I kind of I, I kind of can make that out. That would be cool. He, he's he's a white guy with brown hair, so it works. Ex- yeah. And well, and he 40s. can even if he didn't have brown hair, he can just do whatever. I mean, he plays fat people. He plays skinny people. He play he plays it. He plays it all. So he played fucking. Did he play Dick Cheney in a movie? He sure did. So there you go. <laughs> Life goals for me. Well, that's, he should, maybe he should play Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Christian Bale is Brian Dennehy in the Brian Dennehy the, story. There's going to be a documentary about the making of Tommy Boy. Yes. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't get a lot of celebrities, uh, people who say that how I look like. Um, I get a lot of... Um, You're the guy at that one baseball game, right? Or, was it a baseball game or a basketball game? No, it's a it's a crowd shot of a movie. I've seen it. Kai, oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Kai used to post this to you yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know who that guy. that guy is. I don't know who that is. So He's that would be it. That would probably whoever that guy is. Yeah, if anyone guy. even knows what the fuck we're talking about, because <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was from. Kai knows what it's from. We I, I want to say it. it was an audience shot of a movie. Maybe at a sporting event. We'll have to follow up. Something like that. We'll have to follow up and get Kai and see if he remembers what that was from. Okay, so that guy, I guess, would be the only guy. And Vincent Price. And Vincent Price, yes. All right, here's your last question. So here's your last uh, entrance interview question here. Uh, Fuck, Mary kill. Ready? I'm making these very specific for the guests now. So this this is specifically for you. Fuck, Mary kill. Pulp Fiction, Out of Sight, Fargo. Ouch. Uh, ouch. Yeah, I know. I made it tough for you. I made it real tough for you. I'm going to kill any of those. God damn you. <laughs> I knew it. That's what makes this so engaging. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Um, yeah. I can edit okay. out the dead air. You're for, fine. For the, for the sake of expediency, I will, I'll just have to go first instinct. All right, sure. Uh, and it's it's it, it's it's in order actually. Fuck Pulp Fiction, Mary Out of Sight, Kill Fargo. Really? Uh, okay. Well, Out of Sight is the most <laughs> romantic of them all, right? Okay, I I can see that. You know, it's it's got it's got that sexy vibe to it. Yeah, the yeah, other, yeah. The others certainly don't. Probably don't. Yeah. Um, okay, you got a point. And it, it's more of a long term relationship rather than a <laughs> uh, a quick a one night stand. stand. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. as much as I love Fargo, Pulp Fiction is above Fargo. So that's all right. That's that. Okay. 
Now, this is not in the, in the questions. I'm just curious. Have you – you don't got to do it now, just yes or no. Have you ever made, like, a top ten list of, like, your favorite movies? Or would you be like, God, that would be too goddamn hard? It is It is difficult. I used Flickchart years ago <clears throat> and more or less had that. Um, I couldn't recite what my top ten were right now. Yeah, I, I, I'm i the same. It has been done. Okay. Yeah, I'm mine. I'm always saying like, yeah, that's in my top ten, but I'm pretty sure I've said about like fifty movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I've never really actually sat down to make like a top ten, or I've done top one hundred horror movies. Yeah, and that was hard. Like that was really hard for me, because um, you know, as case anyone, no one else knows, I love horror movies. It's like that's- one of my favorite genres. I said anyone else, not you, Dylan. You, you know me for years, but everyone, everyone else might not. Everyone else might not know me as well. But yeah, I I am a huge horror buff, and coming up with 100 in order, and and actually I didn't even do a lot in order. Like the top 10 was definitely you did in top order. Top 10 or 20, sure. Um, but yeah, that was whew, that was really rough. And because so then number one. Oh, uh, what? See, I gotta look. <laughs> like, are you going with your your nostalgic heart, or are you going with? years of experience and oh i might love friday the 13th but it's really not number one yeah i don't think i I think i oh you know what i think i made exorcist my number one okay because i really love i really love exorcist no i've always loved exorcist it was always one of my just such a such a prestige film jason so okay but i also have a history with it because it was it's one of the few horror movies that when the first time i watched when i was a kid it legitimately scared me like (laughs) I, I never got scared by horror movies. That's why I was able to watch them at such a young age. Like, you know, like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. Like, those were just like, yeah, whatever. But, like, Exorcist, like, fucking terrified me when I was, like, 10 years old. And I legit, like, stopped watching it when I got scary. And so I have, like, a history with it because it's like, this is the one movie that took me down. <laughs> like, it, it knocked me down a peg. And then I went back to watch The Changeling, and I was fine. So... <laughs> <laughs> and the Changeling is kind of a creepy ass movie too. I watched that when I was a kid, and I was like, "eh." So, all right, that was the entrance interview, and I kind of like that. I think I am going to keep that. That was, that well, was, that was pretty good cool. fun. That was a lot of fun. All right, so we have now reached the point of the episode where I like to call the middle of the episode. This is the middle of the episode where literally anything can go. Where I'm just gonna, we're just gonna talk for about 20 minutes or so. And um, I did think of a question that I didn't want to ask you, and this you're probably gonna blow this question off. So I hope I hope you think about it a little bit. Does it feel weird to you that you created something that united so many people across the globe? Like, is bit. that like a weird feeling to you? Because t- so. While you're thinking about that, let me explain a little bit. You created back in like 2007, six, seven, um, this website called uh, 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 the Lamb Large Association Movie Blogs, and it was because of that, uh, me and a bunch of people just like met like on this website, and it was like a directory of just movie blogs. If you just had movie blogs, oh, it was a directory, yeah. <laughs> but then like we all like 
met up with each other and talked on the internet. We talked over like voice <clears> chat. <throat> you eventually created the Lambcast, uh, which helped bring us even more closer. And now it's like a network of just people, like literally hundreds of people that didn't know each other at one point and now can say they're best friends. Like I'm, I can say I'm best friends with Nick Job, and I I met him through the Lamb. Right. So like to you as the guy, the single guy who created this, does that feel really fucking weird? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it's been so long. It didn't, and it was it was organic, right? Um it's a cool thing. I'm happy about it. I'm proud of it. It's Good. not something I dwell on a bunch or anything, but, okay. uh, and it's, you know, I, I, I think that if it wasn't me, it would have been somebody else soon hmm. thereafter. Um, you think so? It, it, yeah. I think we still would have all connected probably. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm. It, at the time when I created it, it was like, there were these pages that you would go to where there were just this list of links of sites, right? And right. you would go put yours on because you wanted people to come to your site. And they they, they could be, they, they were categorized. So it was like, oh, movies. And you could see a list of 50 or 100 or whatever, just links to movie blogs. But there was, that was it. That was all there was to it. Right. Um, so, all, I mean, all I wanted to do was like, make it a little more personal and i think that's all it took was having a a connection to other people where you know instead of just a link i had a little questionnaire i had everybody fill out right you know yeah, it was like that. when did you start it what are your favorite movies <clears throat> write a paragraph about your history with movies or your site or whatever i don't even remember what it was yeah yeah <clears throat> but um i don't know i think that that first like 50 or 100 of us were just kind of in it and invested in the growth of it right right we were all like super supportive of each other and mm-hmm. uh we we were we, we just became friends i don't know we had similar yeah. tastes and we were we were all kind of new to it um i don't think it, it was rare that when you'd find someone that was at it for like five years or something like that in fact you might have been one of those people that had been at it for a while just kind of running your crazy site um that wasn't wasn't yeah. wasn't super bloggy in its nature at the time but um anyway yeah i don't know we we we, we just all came up together and yeah i think i think yeah the podcast helped a lot too was, i think it was, it was definitely early probably, days of podcasting probably more of the podcasting yeah because that was the Lambcast was like my first <laughs> podcast like ever um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of us probably felt that way too. Um, right. doing like doing one, and then we all started our own. And right? We all, yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone just went off onto their own. I yeah, because well, prior to doing the Lambcast, I was listening to a few other movie podcasts. Now, kids, what you need to understand this is like you know late 2000s, early 2010s. Uh, podcasting wasn't the thing that it is now. Like every celebrity has their own podcast right now. Back then, it was really like a niche thing. Like it was like you had to. It was just you know only very few people had it. Very very few people did it, and very few people kind of even listened to them at that time. Um, but there was a couple of movie ones that I was listening to, and I kept thinking I really kind of want to do one. <clears throat> um, but I had no idea how to do it at that time. I was like, how do you even do this thing? Like how like what do you, what the fuck do you need? And then you came <laughs> along. And you were like, hey, all you need is a Skype account, uh, <laughs> something to record that can record over the internet, 
and a microphone or and a some kind of microphone. Yeah. And that was it. And then and opinions, preferably. Well, yeah, and <laughs> which and, not everyone had. <laughs> and to be and to be uh, entertaining. So I think that was what I bought to the table. <laughs> yeah. And but, honestly, we were pretty fucking <clears throat> terrible. Do not listen to those first few episodes <laughs> if you come across them. Like just bad. bad. I've, I've I've done it more than once, just uh, out of nostalgia. Just sake. to listen to them because it's it's fun in a way, but yeah. it's also. I don't think I've listened to them in a very bad. long time. You should you should seek out the first one or two. Because the first one I did was the third episode, and it was about zombie movies, and that was why you had me on. It was me, you, Nick, and someone else. I can't remember. Probably Big Mike. Probably, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was very nervous because it was my very first time, like, actually talking to you guys, like, with my voice. Like, before... It was I was behind a keyboard and I get to just write messages to you guys, but now I actually had to articulate sentences with my voice and that made me more nervous. Um, but then I eventually got over it. Obviously, I eventually got over it. Um, but yeah, those were man, yeah, those were uh, those were some episodes. I I remember that one. I remember one time you had me host like a Kevin Smith one. Uh, was that you? Yeah, that was you. That was back then, and Probably. that was a that was a crazy episode because that was the episode we had some strange guy on, and he got yelled at by his mom, and then ended up being recorded. Do you remember this? <laughs> it rings a bell. Yeah, so, yeah, you weren't there for some reason. Yeah, you I don't had think me, I was there for that one, but I heard you it. had me yeah. host it. Yeah, and this guy, and I don't know, I still don't know who that guy was. He was like the friend. He was a friend of someone else that was on the show, and I don't remember who that someone else was. Maybe Tom. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. But yeah, it was just like this is my first time hosting this Lambcast and then there's a guy getting fucking yelled at and I'm like, oh my god, this is either the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. I don't know how Dylan's gonna react to this. One of my <laughs> proudest achievements in podcast hosting is probably not one of your favorites, but you were there for it, which was the accent episode. Oh god, yes. Where I asked everyone to put on a, a, just a foreign accent, and Jason was sick, and I had to basically beg him to come on the show, but he did. And meanwhile, I did a Canadian accent, which means I didn't even fucking do an accent. <laughs> but everyone and, else was like, a French accent, Australian, a British, and blah, 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 and it was great. And I did a Southern accent, because I, <laughs> I couldn't manage any other accent. So, so I just talked like this for like an hour, <laughs> which must have been fun to hear for an hour straight. <laughs> good times. Yeah, good times. Oh man, do you like you've you you've retired from like hosting everything. websites and everything? Do you <laughs> kind of miss doing it regularly, or do you like just jumping in every now and then? Um, I don't really miss it. No, I like. I like guesting and I'm, I, I get sad sometimes, not just you, but other people. I'm like, Oh, I didn't even get asked. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've been totally forgotten about. Um, but not really. Uh, the thing that I miss is that now maybe this is just a function of 14, 13, 12 years ago, I had no children and now I have three. Mm. Uh, the way I thought just in general about movies and, that my creativity toward I, I you know when when you 
it's when you, when, when you have a blog and you have this like internal deadline to yourself that, Oh, I got to get, you know, I, I'm sure you, I'm sure you're past this, but there was a time where you were probably like, I got to do my five posts a week or two posts a day or whatever the fuck it is. And you got to, you have this internal pressure to put out good material. Yeah. And as a result, I was coming up with what I thought looking back or even thinking of it sometimes like, Oh, that was some, fucking creative shit or that was pretty good now there's a, a a truckload of stuff i did that i if i were to go back and read it i'm sure i would cringe and it would be horrible <laughs> but i i just miss that my brain doesn't think that way anymore okay. like i've become stupider about watching movies <laughs> or whatever <clears throat> you just not watch them now for fun Ugh. it's it's just a different <laughs> mindset um i remember i would go to the theater and it'd be like I'd have to go take a piss and I'd be in the bathroom thinking about the movie I was watching and thinking, Oh, this, this there's something that happened that could make a good thing for a list or something like that. Right. Something right. Like that. Right. And I don't do that anymore. I gotcha. I don't have to. Yeah. Like, you know, in between, um, <laughs> the layer of the unwanted and this one, it would be weird for me to watch something and not have to remember everything that happened you know, because I never, I never was one to take notes because I never really know what Same. to write. I would just try to remember it all, and that's why I would like always watch the movie uh, for later than wanted, like the day that I'm recording or like the day before, so it was right. more fresh in my memory. Um, and I do that now with the movie podcast that I'm doing now, uh, like between the scares, I do that now. Um, <clears throat> but like, you know, back then though, I, it was like really weird, just like put on like. I don't know, like child's play four or something. And then be like, I don't have to remember any of this. I could just watch <laughs> it for fun. Right. <laughs> but when it comes to like <clears throat> the day to day stuff or, you know, scheduling podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with time zones from all over the world. <laughs> true. Yeah. That's true. And hosting and just all the headache. No, I don't miss that shit at all. <laughs> And then just to be clear, it's not that I forget. I know you were joking, but I didn't forget about you. It was because of the time zone thing. Since you bought a time zone thing, it was always awkward when Mary was the co-host because she was only available during certain days and certain time of day. Mm-hmm. And the day that she was available never meshed with your schedule. Mm-hmm. So it was always like she would only be able to record like a Monday or Tuesday at like 1 p.m. Eastern. Makes sense. <laughs> so that's like what? 10 o'clock your time yeah, yeah and you would probably either be at work or doing literally anything else <laughs> so i never could find like a great time to have you on but now that you know I, it's just me now it's like yeah fuck it let's have dylan on we can we could <laughs> yeah, i can I'll record midnight we can record yeah i could do this at like 1 30 in the morning why not let's go for it um so yeah just for the record that was the reason why that was that's literally the only reason i've been looking forward to having you on for a while now um <clears throat> now um I think you I think you actually answered this. Is there anything you don't miss? And I think you did kind of answer that, like the whole scheduling thing and whatnot that you did. Yeah. And the, and and that pressure to put out content and pressure content, content, yeah. and web hosting and yeah, all all that stuff is, is, is not missed. The one thing for me is finding people. Um trying to find like, you know, someone who's available. Like scheduling for me makes me anxious 
because uh, I always feel like I'm bothering the other person. It's like, yeah, you available like Tuesday at like five o'clock. It's okay if you're not. And to the people not watching the video, there's a cat on my screen right now. There's a cat. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a cat. We have and three I... cats. Oh shit! You have three cats. Yeah. Holy shit. This is the first time I think I've seen one. This, we, this one we... stays mostly outside. We we video chat almost every almost every Saturday. <laughs> the, the other two are shy, and this one stays outside. Oh okay, all right, cool. Yeah, we have no we 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 can have pets here, but you got to pay extra because it's an apartment, which is weird. But uh, we have talked about it, and and uh, Felicia's the cat person. I'm the dog person, so that always is interesting <laughs> interesting because it's like i want a dog no i want a cat who wins in that or who wins in that <laughs> you know what i mean uh, the the hamster <laughs> i thought about getting a goldfish <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i thought about getting a goldfish why you don't have any children that you need to teach about death <laughs> <laughs> well i i i I have friends who have kids. If I can have them bring them over. Sure, bring the kids over when the goldfish dies. See, yes. look, <laughs> this is why I got this fish. Yes, yes. This is why. This is why the fish died. So. The other thing I would say I kind of miss yeah. is just that whole networking uh, and meeting new people because I don't anymore. <clears throat> my, my 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 list is pretty much static. Okay, you know, that's fair. The, the lamb is still going on somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, it's more or less 99% out of my control at this point, but it's mm -hmm. still going on. And, and the same with the lamb cast. And mm -hmm. I'm just out of it. And yeah. uh, I, I don't get to know those people. And they probably don't even know who I am. That's weird, right? That's got to be weird. Like has has any of them like any of them like Richard anyone like ever reached out to you like time and time and say hey you should come on the Lambcast or do they just not even oh yeah oh yeah no I've had invitations from Richard and, and such but it's more I mean more like the new people to the Lamb like oh, okay. the last because <clears throat> there's like two thousand members now and yeah I'm I don't know a thousand of them probably yeah at this point, you know? <laughs> same here actually uh, like I get plus nervous just a lot of people that came and went right. <laughs> Yeah, there are some that I have no fucking idea where they went. Yeah, anytime I go on the Lambcast now, I get nervous because it's always, like, two people. I have no idea who the hell they are. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> weird to be out of the loop. Because so. uh, it's like, oh, you're a guy. That's cool. And, and then I have to, like, then I feel like I'm bragging when I'm, like, I was I'm here. I'm the legend. I was here from the beginning. <laughs> I was Lamb number five. <laughs> Get out of here with your 1,975th Lamb member. I was number five. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm on Mount Rushmore, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was friends with the creator before he even made this website. How about that? <laughs> How about that for a flex? You like them apples. <laughs> Actually, like, get out of here, weird guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whatever, dude. Actually, yeah. I was thinking about last night how we met. It was very – I don't know. You remember how we met? It was very interesting. No. Do you remember a website called oddtodd.com? Yes. That was how I met you. Did so, we meet on the like forums there? So uh, Odd Todd was – okay, just people listening. Oddtodd.com was run by this guy named Todd, and he did like animations of because uh, he was unemployed and he got laid off. So he made all these little cartoons about being laid off and these weird adventures he'd go on. 
And so my friend Mary, Mary the co-host, uh, she told me about this website. And she's like, oh, he makes these cool cartoons. And so um, I went on that website, and he had a thing, like, separately, kind of separately, where it was like, hey, if you have a website and you make a banner, send me the banner. I'll link to your website. Shit, I don't remember that. <laughs> and so I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. So I made a banner for Invasion of the B-Movie, sent it to him. And then he put it up, and then he would have, like, a slideshow of all these banners. And then one of them was yours, was Blog Cabins. And I remember thinking, oh, that's a funny-ass name, Blog Cabin. That's kind of <laughs> cool. So I clicked on it, and then I, like, kind of rooted around. I was like, oh, it's a movie site. That's cool. I, You know, you didn't get that from the name. <laughs> but no. poor, poor marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked around, and it was like, oh, this is kind of this guy's kind of cool. He's got interesting opinions. He doesn't like Nicolas Cage for some reason, but, you know, that's whatever. Because at the, the time, I was like, I was like, because <laughs> I was like, wait. He does, well, because you put something about Nicolas Cage in your tagline. And I'm like, but fucking like Face Off is amazing. Like, how do you not like Nicolas Cage? I don't understand. Well, anyway, so then, yeah, then we just like met through that. That was just how I met you was through Todd. And I just started messaging you or left you comments and stuff. And then it grew from there. Those were the days where you, uh, we only got like one or two comments on a post. So you were yeah. obligated <laughs> to go to the other person's site and read something and leave a comment. But that's literally how we like probably all met each other. Mm-hmm. That's reading. exactly how it went. Yeah, reciprocal comments. Yeah, um, and yeah, I will. That's crazy. I will say that the the lamb did help uh, grow my um, sure readership. Because uh, yeah, I would only get like maybe a couple of clicks, like you know, a day, and then I joined the lamb, and then it was like you know, at least at least a hundred. It was like um, if you get five or ten, you were like, holy shit, yeah. I'm popular. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but no, but a lot of people. Because uh, you know I was a horror blog, so you know that was a very niche thing at that time to be just a horror blog. Um, and then if you, I didn't even call myself a horror blog; that was just kind of the thing that I got pigeonholed in. Um, because I just did B movies, but most B movies tend to be horror movies. <laughs> um, so I was ecstatic when the room came along, because then that opened up a whole <laughs> other, <laughs> whole other avenue. Um, but yeah, ah oh, man. Good times, my friend. Good times. Trip down memory lane, Jason. Yeah, that's. Yeah, this is a, this whole podcast is about nostalgia. Almost. H- have so. you been to Odd Todd lately? I check it out every now and then. It's a little different. Um, <clears throat> it's more. <clears throat> it's more done like a blog. Actually, just he just writes his thoughts about stuff because he's he's now moved to L.A. He's got like two kids. He's trying to get a oh, movie wow. deal going. Um, and he does like a cartoon every now and then, but not as often as he did. I'm there now, and it looks almost exactly the same. <laughs> well, because it was like, well, wait, let's see, change the back. I, I admit I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, there's he a there was a movie message board that I became <clears throat> entrenched in, and okay, for a while met other people that way and whatnot. Well, see, like it wasn't like this format before. It was literally sure. like. Here's links to go to the cartoons. Here's, you know, this is this is brand new content like right here. But now this is done like like a like a WordPress blog it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little different. But yeah, he's still he's still kind of plugging along a little bit here. Last post was in March of 2021, so Oh, he got his movie made. <laughs> he wrote this movie on the, the front page here all my life. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Good for you, Todd. 
Big good. pictures. Good, yeah. good for you, Todd. I like you. So. All right. That was the middle of the episode. It is now time for the mixtape. So, uh, to anyone who's new, uh, the mixtape is a segment I do uh, where I've been gathering songs and putting them on this giant list uh, of a mixtape that I'm making on Spotify. And according to Dylan, it's very intimidating. Um, I didn't mean to make it to, to be intimidating. It's just a cool just mixtape that you just go to. You can just listen. You can listen to it in whatever order. Listen to it in order. Um it's really 90s heavy in the beginning because this used to be called Awesome 90 Song of the Week. Uh, but then Ma- Mary and I came to kind of an agreement and we changed it to just a mixtape, which I, I do like better because now it's not so narrow and so pigeonholed. So now anyone can pick whatever song from whatever era. So uh, oddly enough, I have a 90s song today. But uh, Dylan, you're our, you're my guest. I'll let you go first. What song do you have for the mixtape? I have a song from a band out of Houston, Texas that I have Ooh. fallen in love with in the past year or so. Uh, I might have heard some of their stuff before then, but it didn't register enough. But then one day it did, and I went in on a deep dive. They've got three studio albums. They're all from 2015 forward. Uh, they are called Krungbin. It is hard to spell. It's K-H-R. That's all you got to put in, and you'll find them on Google. K-H-R. Uh, it's a, I want to say a Thai word or something like that. Um, but they're, they're an American band. It's three members. A lot of their stuff's instrumental, but they've also got some vocals on some of it. The song I've chosen for today is called Maria Tambien, and it is an instrumental one. It sounds, a lot of their stuff, they're, they're going for a world vibe, which means everything and nothing, right? Um, I would say a lot of their stuff sounds like it belongs on a Tarantino soundtrack. Oh, okay. So take that for what you will. Um, All right. Just kind of a funky, groovy guitar, bass, drum act. And their music is all amazing, and I highly recommend all of it. Uh, but that, that there's, there's your entry for your mixtape. Okay. <clears throat> Look them up. I will have fun looking that up later when I edit this episode, but... I will, I will, I will, I will figure it out. So, thank you. Okay, my pick, uh, like I said, it's from the '90s. Um, I'm very much a fan of the of '90s music, as anyone who regularly listens to this podcast knows. Um, but I try to do something kind of different. I don't go with like usually like a band's main song, like if they're known for one song. I try, I try not to go for it. Uh, so the band I'm going for, uh, they were called Better Than Ezra. And before anyone's like, was there a band called Ezra? Like, no, that's just a name. Um, but they had another song. They had their main song was called Good. Uh, that was like their probably main song that everyone knows for them. But they also had a, they had a follow up song, and that is my song for the week. And it is called Desperately Wanting, or is it waiting? That type of I feel like it's waiting. I think it's waiting. It is waiting. Sorry, I was half asleep when I wrote this. Waiting. <clears throat> Desperately waiting. <laughs> Um, 
and it's a really good song. I think I like it better than good, honestly. I do. Um, <laughs> um, you know, and I like good. Like it's on it's on my '90s mix that I have separately. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would rather listen to "Desperately Waiting" than you know than good. And you know, and I don't think this. I, I guess I could look it up, but I don't think it charted as well for some reason. It's just kind of like one of those. Better than Ezra is like one of those bands people think is a one hit wonder, but then it's like no, they had a couple of songs after. Yeah, um, no, I, I was a fan yeah. of uh, King of New Orleans. Okay, I I remember, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so so there you go. So those are our. No, it mixed... is desperately wanting. We were both wrong. Or you? Were oh, right, is it? And then it wrong, wrong, and then you're right again. Yeah, it's wanting. Okay, sweet. I'll, I'll put it back to wanting. All right. I don't know. I thought I was waiting. Okay. Anyway, those are our mixtape songs for the week. Uh, we are, um, we're going to play those songs for you and then we're going to take a break. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, I will introduce my last segment where we wax nostalgic about something. Stay tuned. <laughs>
Hello, this is Bubble Wheat from It's Time to Rewind, a movie podcast. Wait, that's not quite right. Hello, hello, this is Bubble Wheat from It's Time to Rewind, a time travel podcast. Wait, that's not quite right either. Hello, 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 this is Bubble Wheat from It's Time to Rewind, a time loop podcast where we discuss time loop movies and TV shows, one loop at a repetitive time. Find it on Anchor.fm and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. All right, we're back. Uh, it's time for a segment now called Waxing Nostalgic. Now, I know, it seems like, for the last I know it seems like that's kind of what we've been doing, but... Um, for this though, I want to talk about something that doesn't exist anymore, and I, I kind of want us to talk, like talk about what we remember from this thing that doesn't exist anymore. And the first thing that I picked for both of us, because I'm, I'm hoping you had the same things as I did, was about video stores. Um, I don't know about you, Dylan, but I miss video stores. I miss going to video stores. I miss walking around the aisles. I miss looking at all the movie covers. I miss thinking, oh, what do I want to take home tonight? I miss just doing that on a regular basis. How do you feel? I think I think I'm gonna play contrarian. I don't think I miss it. Um, <laughs> really? I mean, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I watched that Netflix documentary, The Last Blockbuster. Oh not, yes. Not too long ago. Yes. Not a very good documentary, by the way. Um, I thought it was all right. It, it's it's fine. The, it could have been like two thirds shorter. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I, I, I kind of get why we are. Um, but if we were there, I don't think we would really, really... Like, if everything changed right now and there was no streaming and you had to, you'd be fucking sick of it within, like, two weeks. <laughs> don't you think? You'd be like, why can't I just be on my couch doing this? <laughs> this is stupid. Why am I... Having to walk around and but, they're out, they're out of this again. But that's, and... but that's from the mind frame of where we're at now because we do have streaming. If 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 streaming never <clears throat> existed, if Netflix never existed, never had instant watch, never had bring DVDs to your house, like none of that never existed, and it was just video stores, we wouldn't know any better. Do you think? Okay. Or do you think like? Okay, so Netflix never existed, but then like 2015 comes around, some guy is like, "This fucking sucks. We need to be able to just access a movie whenever." And then eventually, event streaming. Did you think is that what you're thinking more? What's what happened, or? <clears throat> Are you... uh, <laughs> I I just there's things that you can be nostalgic for that you like legit miss, and they would be better than what you have now, or <clears throat> they, you know, there's a, there's. Like drive-in movie theaters. There used to right. be a drive-in movie theater like within a few miles of me, and ten years ago it closed, and now it's just a dirt lot. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> drive-in movie theaters are cool. We, yeah. we should have those, especially with you know in our in these uncertain times, right? <laughs> right. Um, but there's like, there's not a replacement for it in in today's world that's better in terms of what that brought to the table and i feel like there's better replacements for the video store hmm. i don't know i mean like i say i get where you're coming from but i don't i don't i don't think we really miss it as much as we think we do we just miss being younger 
<laughs> okay. And we might miss like, oh, I never worked in a video store when I was younger, and that would have been cool. Yeah. I, I missed the opportunity that I that I missed out on, you know. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to fucking work in a video store now. It sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. I don't know. I mean, I get. I do see where you're coming from, but I, to me, there was like I said, there was just something about you know. Let's go, you know, to Friday night. Let's go to the video store. Let's go see what's new. Yeah, it will probably be out of stock by the time you got there. Um, but but then also they also had like thirty copies of the same goddamn movie, so there was a chance they might have had it. Um, then you can go look at like the older movies and look, you know, horror, drama, comedy, whatever you're into. For me, it was horror. Um, <clears throat> and you know, just look and be like, you know, maybe I'll get like a new movie, and maybe I'll get like. You know, I don't know, Chucky's Bloodbath again. I don't know. Like, you know, I would, there would be, or, you know, sometimes some video stores, if they were good, they staff would get, picks. they would, they would have staff picks. Yes. And they would also get, this ain't going to make any sense, but brand new older movies to fill in, you know, the older movie section. So it would be like, hey, we finally got Basket Case in. You we can you can rent Basket Case now. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. I've been wanting to see Basket Case. You never had it. You know, stuff like that. You know, like that's just kind of cool. And then it's it's kind of like how we were talking about the lamb. You, you go to the store. You got like-minded people. You meet somebody there yeah. looking at the same movie. And you'd be like, oh, dude, I rented that last week. That is a crazy movie. You should definitely check that out. And they're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go check it out. You know, stuff like that. Like, I, I like stuff like that. And I do <laughs> – I do there's, miss it. There's definitely a charm that's been lost. I will I will grant you that. Um and and the maybe the feeling that you would have of you know you you're walking around, you can't find the the hot new movie, so you walk around, you find some thing you never heard of and you watch it and it's amazing and now you got to find people that have seen it and then you can talk about it with them and that whole experience has been replaced by a much faster digital more impersonal one. So Yeah. I'd, I'd say that aspect is is probably the most missed, and that ties in with the whole staff picks thing, you know. Somebody, um, somebody recommending something, and and either loving or hating it, and then having a reaction towards that person <laughs> about it, whatever. Um, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess you could be like, "This movie fucking sucked, man." What are we talking about or whatever. Yeah, it starts a conversation starts either a, way. Yeah, right? yeah, there you go. Um. <clears throat> So did you, when growing up, because uh, obviously you're a movie lover like I am, um, did you have, like, one video store that was, like, your favorite when you were, like, you know, growing up? Like, the, the one you always went to? Or did you just go to, like, different ones? The thing is, I moved here to to Arizona when I was almost 13. And mm -hmm. before that, the first the, the prior five years I was in Colorado, I don't remember going to a video store in Colorado. I'm positive I did before mm. the age of 12 or 13 but i don't have like hardcore memories of it okay. um when after we got here i remember the movie store uh the, the non-blockbuster version because blockbuster was probably already around but maybe not in my neighborhood um it wasn't one that i had a great emotional tie to or anything like that so maybe that's part of the loss for me is that it wasn't one that I went to. Like I went there from the time I was five until they closed or whatever. <laughs> you know, okay. Fair. It, it was, it was a cool video store and it was fine, but okay. when um, it got replaced by a blockbuster, I wasn't heartbroken either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was in a documentary. They were showing like the decline of the mom and pop video stores and the uprise of all the blockbusters. And I was like, oh yeah, that did, I do remember that kind of happening. Yeah, it took um, I have I had actually two video stores um, growing up. There was one when I was a kid, and then there was one when I was a teenager. Um, the one when I was a kid, the only I can't remember the name of it, <clears throat> and I think I can't remember the name of it because it was in Spanish. And I lived in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood Elicu, at that time. Peliculas. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, like, I keep trying to remember what it was called. And I really do think it was in Spanish. That's why I can't remember it. Um, because the guy that that owned it and ran it was, like, a Hispanic dude, like, in his 50s. And he was, like, a hardcore, like, movie nerd. Like, he would love this movie podcasting thing now. If he's still <laughs> if he's still alive somewhere, I hope he's enjoying all the movie podcasts that's out in the world because he'd be loving the shit out of it. Um, but the, the the memory, the distinctive memory I have... You're really missing out on the 80-year-old Hispanic guy uh, <laughs> demographic. I am. I need to... I, podcasts. I, should, I should name this episode something in Spanish See if <laughs> see if the guy... If I can pick up on that guy. Um, no, but... Okay, to, to set the scene, this is like... 88 89 when i'm the story i'm about to tell you this guy uh was telling me that uh because i would rent star wars a lot because this was this was you <laughs> didn't, know, mom didn't tape it off the tv come on she didn't actually no um but i was always rent star wars because it was like one of my favorite movies when i was a kid and so i would you know take it up you know and then he would tell me oh man so george lucas the guy that wrote this movie uh, he wrote, I heard, I read somewhere, remember this is like 89, so I don't know how he read this. I read that he wrote like three more movies that's supposed to take place after, um, uh, Return of the Jedi. And it's supposed to be like about like, like Luke and Leia, like, you know, older and blah, blah, blah. And he almost, he like almost predicted like the J, the JJ Abram movies, like almost that I can remember. Cause he was like, yeah, it was like, like Luke, um, uh, goes to the dark side for a minute or something, and Leia and Han's gotta go save him. And I was like, "Wow!" Now he could have been making this all up because I'm a fucking nine year old kid. For all I know, he's totally making it up. This is like his fan fiction of Star Wars. <laughs> I I don't know, but like he sounded really earnest and that he knew like this was a legit thing that was supposed to happen. But I remember I always vividly remember that. And then especially when all the new Star Wars stuff came out, I was like, "Wow, that's that's funny." Um, so yeah, so I was actually kind of close to that guy, you know, when I was a kid, but then later when I was a teenager, we moved and I got another store and I remember that one that was called the tape escape. And what was cool about that store was that not only did they, were you able to rent, um, VHS tapes and stuff, they sold CDs. So that was where I bought bulk of my CDs (laughs) from there as well. And my thing about them was I would um, always ask for the movie posters that they had. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they would say no. But the one time they said yes, it was for the South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut <laughs> a poster. Cause you I was were like, not a oh. child at this point, Jason. No, I know. I was like 19. but Because <laughs> um, um, I was in that town until I was about 21. So. Um, but I begged them for all the posters, and they were like, no, 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 no. But for some reason, the South Park one, they were, like, willing to give me. I don't know why. They were just tired of me begging, or they just didn't want the poster anymore. I don't know what it was. 
Like where I just hit on the right day where they're like, all right, fine, give it to this fucking kid. And I don't know. Shut up, this kid. Give <laughs> yeah. him a poster already. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um,. Yeah, but yeah, I would always in both those video stores, I would always like just walk through like the horror section and just be amazed at like the artwork. And I think that's kind of what's lost today is like the artwork on movies in general. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Cuz you know, like all these movie posters now are just like photoshop like actors in like a running pose for some reason. <laughs> like why blue, why blue and orange. <laughs> why are they always running on movie poster covers? I don't understand. <laughs> They learned from Tom Cruise. <laughs> is this Tom Cruise's fault? It is. He, Damn it, Tom Cruise. Running cells. He just 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 runs. Yeah. I don't know. Um Yeah, so yeah, you don't have anything like that, like any kind of specific you know, remembering, you know was there okay, how about this? Was there ever like a movie that you would see at a video store but you never could get for whatever reason, either because you were too young or they never had it. Like, was there like one thing you always went to? Um, it, remember that porn we were talking about earlier? No, <laughs> <laughs> that was my follow-up question. Actually, <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, we pro- I probably rented Basket Case and its sequels from a video store back in oh, the nice. mid nineties. Um, I don't know, you, you, you've got me mentally walking the aisles of video stores. Nice. So this, is a weird, this is a weird experience. Uh, I can tell you mine while you're thinking. Um, mine's was Sleepaway Camp 3 because if anyone Googles it, on the cover of that, at least on the VHS tape, it has this girl with a backpack, and then in the backpack had Freddy's glove and Jason's hockey mask, and I always wondered what the hell that was about. <laughs> I'm like, wait does this movie have Freddy and Jason in it? But like, I wasn't allowed to rent it. Cause I was like seven years old or some shit. So I was like, I always wondered, turns out now that I'm an adult and I can see the movie fucking nothing to do with <laughs> just cheap marketing. Yeah. That's just all it was. And you have no idea how disappointed I was when I found that out. It's like, God <laughs> damn it. But yeah. So I would always stare at that cover and I'd be like, that is so awesome. She has Freddy's, glove and jason's hockey mask like like why does she have that like is there a story is that what the movie's about is it about her like getting these things like now how cool movie would that be right like just someone just relic hunting like all the horror movie like act like you know horror high cons were real yeah and you have to go try happen jason yeah like oh i gotta get freddy's glove and i gotta get jason's mask we gotta get michael myers knife or whatever (laughs) like that'd be cool Bless you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I do not have a specific story of a really? movie okay. that I missed. All right, from that's, a movie that's fine. I'm sorry just, to disappoint. No, no, no you're, you're all good. I, I can. For I some can... reason, the only movie that's coming to mind is Red Rock West, which I probably got from a movie store. Um, but there's really nothing beyond it besides, oh, it's a movie that no one had ever seen that I got from a video store. There was probably a lot of those. I remember renting a lot of independent movies from video stores when I was like 15, 16, because mm-hmm. I was just getting into the, getting deep into my film buffery and watching shit like Romeo is Bleeding or even nah. Days and Confused. I remember renting that pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, just being in the know and watching movies like that, those were my bread and butter at that age. That was stuff you would not find on TV for sure, and <laughs> they, they, they weren't running on cable yet. 
Um, you have a, you're not an only child, right? You have a brother. I, I have two brothers and a sister. Okay. Were your parents very strict about what you watched, or were they just kind of cool with? Yeah, as long as there's no hardcore sex, it's it's fine. Um, they were probably more strict than a, a, a lot of my closest friends, who apparently had like Freddy Krueger as their as their caretaker. <laughs> um, your like your parents probably would have been fine with you watching porn at age ten or whatever. Um, <laughs> I remember my my mom. Uh, my brother and I were fighting. God, what, what year must this have been? We had Lethal Weapon 2 on on video cassette, and at oh. some point, my brother and I were fighting, and she put it in the trash compactor and destroyed it because we were fighting. And what? Yes. <laughs> Holy <laughs> because shit! Because you're watching junk like this or some shit like that. But at the oh same time, oh my god, what? Um, wow, that's wild, man. <laughs> I think it was just—I think it was just a, a gut emotional reaction. She wasn't like hardcore about lots of stuff. <laughs> that's kind of funny. When the hell did that come out? 80, 89? Lethal Weapon Two. Um, First one's eighty-seven. Yeah, I think it was eighty-nine. If not 89, 90. ninety. So yeah. I, it's not like I was seventeen yet, and it's a R-rated flick. I have to it imagine. It is, yeah. So you know, was but I—I there... I, I also wasn't. Yeah, there's nudity. Patsy Ken's it for the win. Okay. Um, Why well, you answered you answered that with <laughs> no hesitation. You just knew that off the top of your head. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I now I know the real reason why your mom put that in the trash compactor. <laughs> there was a certain was part violent. of the there was a certain part of the videotape that was always worn out more than the rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, I don't remember them being well. Here's here's where their strictness came in. We didn't fucking have cable. So I didn't oh. get to see anything except for well, what was on broadcast TV. But, you know, outside you know of that, they were pretty cool. Me too. I We didn't get cable until I was 14. I didn't um, get, have it until I was in college. That's when I – actually, that's not true. When we first moved to Arizona, the house had cable for like 90 days. And we were like, oh, my God, MTV. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Yes. Yes, The great yes. white video. Oh, my yes. God. It's so great. <laughs> cherry pie. And then it was gone, and I didn't have cable again until I was – 18 basically yes uh, yes no i do i know exactly what you mean because yeah we didn't get my mom didn't get cable until to 94 and that was when i got to watch mtv regularly <laughs> like my my aunt had it like in the 80s so i'd have to go to her house <clears throat> if i wanted to watch it and that was like where i would watch like like you know all of michael jackson's first like you know like beat it and um um bad and like all those, I remember all those debuting, like the debut of Michael Jackson's bad, and it was like a big event back then. Um, I missed like, out on shit like Nickelodeon. Yeah, I went to the neighbor's yes. house. Yes, when I was like ten or whatever, and being able to watch Double Dare, I would watch Snick, or yeah, Funhouse, was... or shit like that, and <clears throat> thinking it was the coolest thing in the world. Yep, no, yep. I didn't get to watch that. I had to watch it was George all... Michael's Sports Machine at ten o'clock on a Sunday night. <laughs> Oh my God! The George Michael Sports Machine. God damn. And Xena and Hercules. So those that brings back memories. Crap! I was stuck with. <clears throat> yeah, I would watch. Uh, I would watch Snick on Saturday nights. I would watch. I would watch Ren and Stimpy, and I would watch. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? That was my jam. Oh man, I so look forward to Are You Afraid of the Dark. That was so fucking oh, man. <sighs> those were good times. Um. So okay, so like you, you kind of joked like you're okay, my parents okay. What? 
they didn't want me to watch it, but <laughs> I would. They didn't care. <laughs> well, okay, as long as they didn't find out about it. Um, if they didn't know or they didn't catch me watching it, and as long as I didn't say anything, it was just kind of whatever. <laughs> Cause it would just be like there would be these R-rated movies in the house, and then I was, you know, I was I was the only child growing up. Um, my sister wasn't born until '96, so. Um, but uh, growing up as a kid, I was I was by myself, and so I would just have access to all these movies that my mom would just have. So we had no cable, and we would just have random movies, and that that's just I just watched whatever. And then sometimes my mom would come home and watch. You know, like fucking, like she would watch like *Lethal Weapon* two, and I'm just there, and it's like, yeah, there. <laughs> just watch, just watch *Lethal Weapon* two with your mom while I'm like nine years old or whatever. <laughs> like that was the thing. So we had a lot of movies in the house, but it wasn't a lot of. I mean, my dad is not really into movies at all. My mom was into movies, but she was. It's not like she was getting *Terminator*. Mm. She was. She, you know, they were older than most kids' parents, so. I wasn't getting to watch Terminator when I was seven or five or whatever. I, yeah. I, I saw Temple of Doom in theaters when I was probably seven, so Ooh, that was cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, and I probably went to the movies more, but it, again, it was seeing kids' movies or action adventure type stuff. I wasn't yeah, going yeah. to see. So I, I do remember. Uh, I must have been no more than eleven or twelve, going to see some hard R war film. When I was sleeping over at a friend's house, his dad took <laughs> us to see some movie with Fred Dreyer, where oh, wow. there was just lots of blood and bullets, and that's all <laughs> nice. I remember on it. And I, that that kind of blew my mind. Um, oh, okay. Death Before Dishonor—that's what it was called. <laughs> oh, good pull, good pull. Yeah, no, yeah, it was literally. I literally watched, got to watch whatever. Um, nude scene comes up to be like, yeah, that's fine. He's gonna learn about sex anyway, so. Those are tits. Let's see. Yeah, I, when when I when I got to see it, it was when they were watching <clears throat> My Beautiful Laundrette or Last Tango in Paris or something like that. <laughs> that was my exposure to nudity. It was uh, yeah, watching yeah. adult <clears throat> movies that weren't pornos, but just dramas with Daniel Day Lewis, <clears throat> shit like that. Yeah, that's why I'm so like nonchalant about <clears throat> stuff now. It's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I feel like if I had kids now, I'd probably be the same. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You're five years old. Let's watch Terminator Two. Let's let's do this. <laughs> let's like this I got to see with. Total Recall in theaters, and that came out oh. when I was like twelve, thirteen. Okay, so that was cool. I, I I remember I saw that with my sister. What did I let's see? The movie theater wise, I don't think I got to see anything really wild because my dad was the one in charge to take me to the movie theater. And out of the two, my dad was a little more strict about what I saw. So it would only be like, like we saw, okay, we saw like Turner and Hooch in theaters when that came out. And like. Hard R right there. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, okay, the Ernest movies, I made him take me to those because I was a huge fan of the Ernest movies. So like when Ernest Scared Stupid came out, we saw that in the, we saw that in theaters. Uh, the Bill and Ted movies we saw like those are the kind of movies that I, we would I would go see in theater. But then at home, I would be able to be rent like uh, fucking Basic Instinct and shit. <laughs> shit so <laughs> I did too. I was just four years older than you, so it wasn't that yeah. big of a deal. 
I don't, I don't think there was too much good material. I wasn't watching uh, Body Heat or whatever when I was, mm. when I was 10. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, for some reason, had a lot of what I'm going to call rape movies, where it's like about a woman getting raped. and then, Straw dogs. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. And then yeah, my and parents it, weren't into that shit, so I wasn't I wasn't exposed to it just because they weren't watching it and didn't have it available. It'd be like this action revenge type movie starring like a woman who like gets raped and then she gets revenge. Like there was, she had a bunch of those for some reason, and I can't think of any titles right now. Like there's one with Farrah Fawcett. that I cannot think what the hell it's called, and it's like a early '80s movie. It sounds terrible already. So if someone out there knows what I'm talking about, let me know. I'm very curious what this is called because I kind of want to check it out now. Um, all right. Uh, we're at the end of the episode. Dylan, this was a lot of fun, man. Thank you, fun, for, Jason. thank you for doing this. I uh, appreciate you uh, coming on the show. And you have nothing to plug. Um, so let's just plug the lamb. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Why not? Yeah. Uh, so largeassmovieblogs.com and the lambcast. Those are two things you created that – are now going on without you that you you started. Um, I've always joked around that you had this habit of starting things That's and what you I just do. leave them. That's uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. You've 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 done that like three times. Well, actually three times because I'm, this, a, I'm the, a creator. The 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 Saturday Jeopardy thing you've created it. And now you put me in charge of it. <laughs> I know you have free time. This is these are your children, Jason. This is your responsibility. <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit. You don't got time. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, everyone go check out the Lamb and the Lambcast and uh thank you very much Dylan for coming on the show. I very much appreciate it and I had fun talking to you about stuff. I would just like to say whatever. I should make everybody say that at the end of the episode. That should be the new thing too. <laughs> this is Dylan Fields and I say whatever. whatever. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the show. <clears throat> whatever with Jason Soto was hosted by me, Jason Soto. I can be found on Twitter at Famous Comedian, on Instagram at I'm Famous Comedian. Oh, I'm sorry, at I'm underscore Famous Comedian. I had to change that. Or you can email the show at whateverjasonsoto at gmail.com. Uh, you should definitely go check out the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash whatever with Jason Soto. And as always, your main website to go to on a daily basis. You just go there every morning rabbitholepodcast.com just go there first thing check out a podcast before you go to work uh while you're going to work while you're at work come back from work we got all kinds of shows we got enough shows that you should be able to do that so rabbitholepodcast.com uh you can find this very podcast on spotify anchor apple google uh and anywhere else you can find a very awesome podcast much like this the mixtape intro song was made by friend of the show Lackey, uh, who you can find on his SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash lovewithoutsound. The beginning and ending songs is Liam Lynch's United States of Whatever from the album Fake Songs. Um, anyone has a way to get a hold of Liam Lynch, that would be awesome. Still trying to get him on the show. It's a work in progress. Uh, the show is made possible thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon, you guys are fucking awesome. I love you guys, and I'm sorry that I took a few weeks off. Uh, but to make it up for you, you're getting this episode literally one full week before it debuts. So you're getting a full week advance of hearing this awesome episode. 
So thank you to Chris R. from AfterCredits.com. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, the Vern. The Vern from Cinema Recall. You are awesome as always, Vern. Bill Zaney from Top 5 A through Z. Thank you so much, Bill, for your patronage. Uh, the mysterious benefactor known as Silent Partner. Thank you so much, Silent Partner. Uh, Nimrod Forrest. I uh, still don't know who you are, and you're probably a stranger. But, hey, thank you very much for being a Patreon. And last but not least, I want to give it up to Carl. Thank you so much, Carl, for being a Patreon member. Uh, if you want to be a badass like these guys, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for only, only $3, I mean, there's nothing in this planet that costs $3. So this is a deal, you guys. $3 a month. You get to listen to episodes a week before they're out. You get bonus content. There's stuff that's only for the Patreons on there. There's 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 no downside. I don't know what the downside to this could be. There is none. Zero downside. So there you go. Uh, all right, everyone. That's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you all very much for listening, for being patient with me. Um, for some reason, the solo episode that I did got way more listens than I ever anticipated. So I want to thank you all very much for listening to that nonsense. Uh, I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, so everyone out there, please be safe, get vaccinated, wash your goddamn hands and keep your head in the clouds and your feet in the mud. Adios. Cause this is my United States or whatever. And this is my United States or whatever. Copyright 2021 Rabbit Hole Podcast. Rabbit Hole Podcast.com.